day 358 welcome back to the windows and mirrors podcast my name is keith i'm john and remember this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the bible is more like a window than it is a mirror we come to it to see through it and to see god not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves all right psalm 45 all right psalm 45 is a bit of a change of pace from where we've been um it's a kingship song you know what i'm saying and the imagery that is painted and this text is like a wedding right, right. Uh, song. And so, you know, it's it's to a king from the line of David and his bride, right? And in the cultural backdrop of this day, the ancient Near East, songs were composed for kings to continue their memory for later gener- generations, right? Mm. And so the same is true here for Israel, right? And so the way he starts off, man, he's like, yo, my heart is moved by a noble theme as I recite, as I recite my verses to the king. I don't think he was trying to rhyme in Persian language. <laughs> My tongue is the pen of a skillful writer. You are the most handsome of men. Grace flows from your lips. Therefore, God has blessed you forever. Mighty warrior, strap your sword at your side and your majesty and splendor and your splendor ride triumphantly in the cause of truth, humility, and justice. And so you just see a litany of words uh, that come off in the beginning, man. And the things that jumped off the page for me was one, this king has the blessing of God, right? And one of the things that you realize about living in America is that come election time, right, both and every side thinks, for the most part, that they have God's appointed man or woman taking office, right? right? And I believe that that just points to this desire in us of wanting and desiring someone to submit to that will usher us into an age of blessing and flourishing, a hero, right? Right. But this guy, no, 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 like this guy, this psalm is saying, is legit. Right, right, right. He's legitimately God's guy. It's stamped. The second thing is this. The king is not just praised for his justice and truth. Right. He's also praised for his humility. That's right. Yeah. Truth and justice were traits that were admired by all the kings of the ancient Near East. right? Right. But humility was not. And in God's economy, as we know throughout the Bible, we have the only place where the king humbles himself right. for his servants and that is a reason in and of itself to adore him that was the one thing in this first part that stood out bro the combination yeah. of all of those things like when 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 you think of a king or especially in a day and age right that they're in right you do want a king that's fair you want a king that's truthful you want a king that's powerful that's going mm. to enforce <clears throat> justice but humility is not the thing that would jump off the page, right? It's not mm-hmm. the thing, the defining trait that people would ask for, right? That's not the trait that they asked for when they uh, asked for Saul. When Samuel came through and right. said, yo, Saul's actually going to do y'all dirty. They're still like, no, 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 that's okay. So long as he's strong and he can lead us. Yeah, This right here is like seeing the praise of these aspects of the uh, king is something that in hindsight, right, when you see an example of something that you want that you didn't even know that you had it, you see the author or the composer of this song praising God for that. So that one thing stood out for me as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, throughout the psalm, he's going to continue with this theme of adoration, right? And I think that's what he wants us to get from this, right? Adoration is the only response for a king as glorious as ours, right? right? And, you know, he goes on to talk about the throne. He says, your throne, God, (laughs) is forever and ever, 
And, you know, it kind of echoes back to the Davidic promises, right? Where God promised David that his throne would extend forever, right? Second right. Samuel 7, 1 Chronicles 17. Um, but also he says, he calls him God here, right? Which is very interesting. And many people were like, yo, like what's going on here? I think the best way to see it is the Davidic throne, the king in Israel was meant to represent God's throne, right? Right. And so he addresses him in this way, like he represented God's rule over his people. And obviously we see these two collide in the person of Jesus, right? Where right. he is David's son, but he also is God and his kingdom has no end. Right. right. And it's not just, again, we do praise him for the humility, but his kingdom is a scepter of justice, right. of righteousness, right? All these things. And he hates wickedness. And so, uh, yeah, again, this is pointing ultimately to Christ. And I think Hebrews, yeah, quotes this right. same passage and, and points that out as well. Yeah, yeah, that in hearing this praise of the king, right, we don't, right, this isn't meant for us to uh, sing over the president of our choice when they get <laughs> brought into office. Right. That right. ain't what this is for, right? Mm -hmm. We don't live in a context where we have a king like that or when our king rises up, regardless of how much we like them or love them, right? They are not God's chosen king. But this yeah. does remind us, right? This like picture of this song of the king does remind us of this like, yeah, great cosmic king that we have, right? Amen. So God is reigning and ruling, right? In the very right last verse, and I know that I'm getting ahead of myself, but this was the part that really you know, struck a chord with me as I was reading through over and over trying to make sense of this. But the last verse where he's like, I will cause your name to be remembered for all generations, mm -hmm. right? That is an allusion to the uh, Davidic covenant that, mm -hmm. yeah, there's going to be somebody from his throne that lasts. But it's also really the one, uh, uh, the one, um, uh, imperative or action verb that the composer gives to himself. He spends his time praising and says, yo, but my job, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that people don't mm. forget, right? And I think sometimes we think of our praise and our worship and reverence to God as something that's aimed at God himself, but our worship has a purpose, you know, outside of that a bit. It's to ensure that other people's eyes and focus and attention is yeah. aimed at God when it's easy for them to yeah to take it off and to forget him. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. We are to praise and remember and carry on this king's name and legacy forever. And I love too that kind of, you know, after he praises the king a ton and talks about him as not just God's appointed man, but God's anointed man, right? right. Who is set apart for specific tasks in the universe. He talks about this marriage, right? right. This, because remember, this is a wedding song. And so yeah. in verse 10 and following, he's going to say, yo, like, like the bride of the king is called out from her father's house, right? right? And he's going to use all of this language. And in the same way in an earthly marriage, right? Like a bride would leave her father's home and come under the care and protection of her husband. It's the same with us, right? When we come to trust Jesus, we leave our old way of life, the right. old security, the false, the old hopes, all of those things we put our uh, trust in and come to um, have union with yeah. Christ. You know yeah. what I mean? And we are the ones who, you know, submit to his reign and rule, but he clothes us, right, right. in these righteous and royal uh, garments, right? Yeah. And we reign with him forever. Amen. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. Yeah. Let's pray. Yeah. Father, we uh, thank you that uh, you sent your son, Jesus, to be the perfect king for us. Um, one who is just and righteous, but also humble. Um, and he humbled himself by becoming a man and submitting to death, even death on a cross. I pray that we would adore King Jesus today in all of his glory and beauty and majesty. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.